What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Respect the Game Podcast. My name is Edward, named after a trilogy, that being my pops. Shout out to my mother and my grandmother for helping raise me too. Please make sure you start what you're doing and go follow at Stats for all your up-to-date high school, pro, and collegiate sports coverage. We'll not disappoint. We'll keep you up-to-date on all that's going on in the beautiful sports world. We have a great uh, episode ahead for you. We at full strength, all the brothers in the building. Brothers, introduce yourself to the beautiful people. Sean Hart is a big brother, Iron Man, tapping in. Sean Hart, Surgical Pigs, that's on Twitter. Coming very soon to an Instagram page and channel near you. Let's get into it. Yo, it is the host with the most that blows the most smoke, Black Peace, Rap Blood, Hip Hop Blood. Uh, be sure to go check me out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your dope podcast from. That's, that is Talking Smoke with the Talking Emoji and the Smoke Emoji. Let's go. Good afternoon, beautiful people. Good morning, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. I am the one and only Sedacious Xavier Miles. You can go follow me. Excuse me. At I am Sedacious, Instagram, Twitter, and that's it. Let's get this all rocking. Yes, indeed, man. Good news for a lot of those, I would say, around the world, but I know specifically those mostly connected to her in the basketball world, Brittany Griner. Uh, was on exchange. She was exchanged, but she is now back on American soil. She was exchanged for Victor Bout, um, a military savant, if you will. Some like to call him the merchant of death for Russia. He was serving a 25-year prison sentence here in America. Um, mate, on the one call him a manufacturer of guns. Uh, I don't know the correct terminology for all that encompasses arms dealer. Arms dealer firearms yeah. dealer. Yeah, firearms dealer. Thank you. Um, yes, he was exchanged. He was he, he was exchanged uh, in place. Well, not in place. Exchanged with Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner is now on American soil. Victor Bout. He is now back in Russia. Um, it's a great situation, obviously, for Brittany Griner, but mind you, you have other uh, American citizens who have been there longer than her, uh, other American citizens who are in the military or government branch serving uh, serving for America. But nonetheless, Brittany Griner is home. Uh, she does not have to fulfill that nine-year sentence that she was given in Russia. How do we... How have y'all taken the news thus far? I don't, um, really, I don't think y'all want to hear what I got to say because what I got to say is not is an unpopular opinion. Well, I think that's why the people tune in to hear that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. My boy Sean Hart was speaking. I didn't, I'm sorry to cut you off, brother. Go ahead. I, um, I was going to say, I, I mean... My first initial reaction is she's a Houstonian. Um, and, um, you know, quite literally right after that, an American, you know, uh, or before that, you know, whatever your pecking order is. Um, so I was just happy that she was able to, you know, come home finally after, you know, almost being, you know, away for a year. Uh, but Hi. Um, some would you know, want to argue the fact that who she got traded for wasn't worth it, but um, 
I riddle you this, and I'll let uh, Javier Miles have the floor. Um, when I first heard that um, none people of color were outraged at the fact that um, a fellow military uh, American uh, was imprisoned over in Russia as well, was currently serving, uh, or had been there for over four years, I believe. Um, due to a completely separate uh, crime, and one could definitely consider it uh, more heinous and more egregious of uh, his crime. But and people asked and banged on the table, well, why wasn't the Marine and the veteran let go in exchange? Um, why did we have to? Brittany Griner wasn't first priority, and these that nature was like that Marine, and I don't want to misquote him because I, his name does escape me, but his family actually came out and made a statement uh, about his crimes and how they were pleased with the fact that Brittany Griner was able to come home. So um, to the people that are on that train and on that bandwagon to you, I say, um, that fellow Marine uh, sadly was uh, penalized and uh, sentenced uh, for espionage, crimes against his country. So quite literally, um, you know, he betrayed his country and tried to go behind uh, the nation's back um, and do some things that were unbecoming of someone, especially of his status as a veteran. And then not only that, um, you know, he was willing to do that for a fee. Um, and one can say treason and espionage is probably one of the higher crimes that you can commit being a military veteran. So with that being said, um, you know, Gotta give credit. I know obviously we probably exchanged probably uh in a metaphorical sense the Grinch for Hitler, uh, in regards to the just the where both were on the totem pole of, of bad or you know, their crimes. But uh no, I'm I'm just happy BG home. And I'm actually happy that the real BG of Hot Boys is coming home as well. <laughs> Separate subject, but same names still applicable, but you know, that's that's it, man. You know, I don't have too much too much crap to throw at Brittany, man. She 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 been through enough already for a vape cartridge. <laughs> Literally. Uh so um I feel like this sends the wrong message. Well, I, I feel two ways. I I she's out from behind bars. <clears throat> Thank the Lord for his grace and mercy for her being able to have the stature that she has to be able to make the pull the strings and be able to pay for the lawyers and the advocates for her to, to still be fighting for her, for her to now be free. Thank the Lord for that. I understand that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not taking away from that. But this does send the wrong message. You know what I mean? And like I haven't seen Brittany Griner in jail in America. I just seen her come back to America and just be free on some ish. So, because when he go to Russia, he going to jail. <laughs> she came home and just like, so that that right there to me, I feel like sends the wrong message. But hey, it is what it is. She's BG and it's not her fault that she is who she is and that she has the pool that she has. And thank God for that favor because she's not home. Because if I'm an American and I'm in a Russian jail and I, let's say I had two grams of weed, you know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm, I'm hurting that she went home and I'm still sitting here 
serving the rest of my sentence. But hey, it is what it is. They they ain't fell. But yeah, that's all I got to say. It is true. Favorite is not fair. I mean, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to my cousins, to Catherine Johnson, who's uh, actually related to Brittany Griner on her mother's side. Um, and uh, she's been screaming out free BGs since till free BG, till BG actually got free. But um, honestly, man, at least in my opinion, um, I feel that this was America's freedom being tested to a certain extent. And I feel like, um, I like a lot of people, like a lot of people that I've been around have been saying, like this gives a lot of leverage to a lot of other countries. So you know that we value our, our freedom at a high level, to where you know it, it's going to work against us, and it kind of did. You know, they got an arms dealer back, and we got a free, you know, public figure back. And um, yeah, man, um, it just, I, I, I it, it's an up and down situation, but at the same time, though, it's a uh, I just feel like us as Americans should take their laws a little more stricter, not not only just out of respect, but just, hey, man, you get in trouble, dude. You may be on your own. Not everybody's Brittany Griner. So, uh, like you said, favor ain't always fair. Um, so, this, this is, believe it or not, it's common. So, we're talking about this 12-year-old kid, this, this grown man. I'm going to call him a grown man. Uh, who appears to be 12 uh, on social media playing in a 12U National Football Championship in Florida, right? This is common. We've been seeing this a lot. Uh, I, I forget the kid's name, but he's like a freshman, and he's 6'4", 280. He got a mustache and a goatee. <laughs> on the line. And I'm just like, who is breeding, y'all, <laughs> at this point in time? So... Tell me if y'all could hear this via phone. I don't know if the sound is clear. And in his defense, I did know somebody that in the third grade, they did have pretty much a full-blown mustache. Yeah. I, I have witnessed that. And and I was, and he had sideburns, too. I was just amazed. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Nigga, tell, me man already. <laughs> tell me if y'all can hear this. Yes, sir. Hey, man. I don't know. Yeah, I record. How are you in? Boy, this boy 12. Talk to me. Yes, sir. Hey, man. I don't know. Yeah, I record. How are you in? Boy, this boy 12. So, um, I hope y'all get it. If not, I'll answer it. Um, yeah, this kid looks like he's every bit of maybe like 16, and he's saying he's 12 years old. Uh, Full-blown mustache. He got tattoos. Also, to his defense, I know Florida is different, right, just in terms of, like, the culture and, like, kids having goals in their mouth and, like, and even, like, overall in society today, like, kids having tattoos. I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say he ain't 12, right? Let's just say he's not 12. Let's say this is one of those classic situations where uh, the parents are holding the kid back for a year so he could be a man amongst boys playing sports and being able to stand out, hoping that he could get a scholarship once he finally in the 12th grade. And, you know what I'm saying, kids like to reclassify in high school to try to get themselves a better chance at, at being recruited, so to speak. If that's the case, 
if that's the case, and he really ain't 12, he like 14 playing against 12 years old or 15 playing against 12 year olds. Um, it's not going to work out in the end. And in terms of like his success athletically. And the reason I say that is because a lot of parents do that, not thinking about the long game. Right. And so what happens is you try to hold your kid back so they could be two, three years older playing up, playing up against other kids who aren't fully developed athletically. And then it's going to come a breaking point when said make believe 12 year old has to like go to college. And because his skills didn't really develop going up against tougher competition or competition that was really at his age level. And you had him playing to playing up against all these underage kids, they're going to get found out. And so if that's the case, or if there's anybody out there thinking like that or trying to strategize like that, just know in the end, like that said kid is going to hit a wall and they're going to have to come face to face, like with real true talent. Um, but that's my take on it. But we definitely have to like dig into it deeper uh, or see what maybe comes out down the pipeline, down the road that may prove the dude is actually 12. But then I'm going to just say right now, dude ain't 12, man. Dude ain't 12. Dude ain't 12, man. I think he is 12, and I think he was actually number 12, if I'm not mistaken, or a number. Nah, he's like 20-something. 20, 20, it might be whatever, <laughs> 12 like Brady. Um, <laughs> and that nigga look tight, so. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I'm just of sound mind and, and sound belief that, you know, these new animals that they have us eating that's genetically modified and that's been cloned, yeah. He's probably eating a cloned chicken or a cloned pig. It's, if, you, if you don't know, you go look it up. Um I just think he's a product of that in regards to hyperstarting hormones and, and things of that nature. Because, I, like I said, I have been privy to see, um, again, I remember this vividly. I don't remember dude's last name, but his name was Henry. Light-skinned dude, third grade, went to Mitch Elementary School. Henry, if you're listening somewhere, no, you know like <laughs> you got a full beard, and I know it. And it connects. You know what I'm saying? I know that for a fact. <laughs> Because he had a full mustache and sideburns in the third grade. And I, it's just a vivid memory in my mind. So it's Henry, like, if you're listening, please reach out in the comments if you're listening, Henry. It happens, man. <laughs> people people hit, that, hit that stride and that growth and that development a little earlier. And 12 isn't just like an unrealistic age to kind of see that. Because like I said, I saw the mustache in third grade. So if you're telling me the dude got a mustache at 12, I can believe it. I can believe it. I can believe it. And like it a grown boy. Uh, uh, man boy, child. Boy and I remember man child of uh, Snowfall, it, man child. NFL <laughs> grown boy. Man boy. Man boy. <laughs> nah, that's, in a, that's NFL grown boy right there. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> NFL yeah, old boy. Oh my god. Oh, this nigga. It was lame, but it was a dad joke type lame. So it was funny. Um Yeah, they they did look at your face. The mustache and the goatee definitely looks real. Uh, but he I mean he got the voice of a legit twelve year old though. 
it looked like he could be turning 13 in a few months. I, I wouldn't believe, you know, that wouldn't be hard pressed to believe that he's about to turn 13. Like, like I say, some dudes just. It looked like he was in the slums, too. It looked like he played for the hood. Matter of fact, hey, shout out to my dog, man, Justin Berryman. Prime example. Eighth grade. How old are you in eighth grade? 13, 14, maybe. Somewhere around there, like. Mm-hmm. Probably not even that old. Probably like 12 or 13, something like that. 13, mm-hmm. 14, somewhere in that range. My dog. Full mustache, full goatee. Even back then in eighth grade. Well, he was in eighth grade, but I was in seventh grade. So, um, I know people that's like that. They just, yeah. they genetics just blessed for yeah. full beard and all that they young. Yeah, nah, it might be his genetics. Yeah, man. If you're not, if you're really 12, forgive us. What do we know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh nah, man. Uh, crossing over, um, into the NFL, um, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton was signed by the Cowboys. This is coming off last week when you see Odell Beckham Jr. torn with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, with uh, with Diggs, Trayvon Diggs, and Michael Parsons, they kicking it. He's going on his, his uh, NFL visits to see which team he may be interested in. Uh, I feel like them signing T.Y. Hilton kind of rules out Odell going to the Dallas Cowboys. Sedacious, you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, what do you make of the T.Y. Hilton uh, signing? How does Cowboy Nation feel about it? Um, I would agree that no Odell, now that we have T.Y., um, I really don't know how to feel. I really got to see it first. I got to see the trial run. I got to see what Kellen Moore does to implement him. Because I'm still feeling a way about Dak Prescott, for real. Um, the fact that we didn't smack the sheesh out the Texans and we barely beat them says a lot about going up against the Eagles, right? Because that is the test to really know if this team can make it to the Super Bowl is the Eagles. We just got to get to Kansas City. But we have to beat the Eagles to get there, right? So, I don't know. I don't know. I have to see how it looks first. I'm not going to just get excited, bro, because this team, for real, besides the defense, and the defense really can't stop the run for real. Besides the defense, like, I, they, they, they look, you know what I'm saying? They look yeah. all right. And Pollard, besides the defense and Pollard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony, Tony Pollard is the bright light of the offense. You know what I'm saying? And CeeDee Lamb doing whatever it is that he can do whenever he can get open. But no, I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not too excited simply because I'm not a typical Cowboy fan, bro. Seeing is believing for me. So we could have signed T.Y. Hilton and his bad chemistry, and now we was doing all right, and now we was going down and down and down. So you when never know. T.Y. Hilton been relevant in the last, like, few years. I'll wait on that. But uh, he ain't been relevant since Andrew Luck's been on the coach, if we being completely honest. Uh, yeah. But, you know, yeah. maybe he will regain some relevancy. the last few years? I don't know where he's been. Uh, so his, yeah. stats, his stats from uh, 2021, T.Y. Hilton, he had in the 2021 season his most relevant stats uh, as last year. Uh, he had 23 receptions for 331 yards and three touchdowns. That's, that's and he played all. for the Colts? 
Yeah, he played for the Colts. He played for the Colts. Oh. Well, that's I bet he had a touchdown against the Texans, yeah, too. That's the, part the worst part. part. Oh, I know it's against the Texans. Because he that's always still in Texas. He literally has his best games in his career against the Texans. Um, I don't think he's been a thousand-yard receiver in the last several years, to be quite honest. I feel like he's I don't remember his asset, last. though. It's just, can Dak get him the ball accurately and on time? Well, I have Dak as my fantasy quarterback in the money league, so I'm I'm willing to believe, and hopefully, <laughs> we, we we definitely gonna see because yeah. life life threw me a bag of lemons, and I know this is a segue into our next topic, but you know my boy Lamizi got hurt, you know, but it's all right though. Um, like like my boy E said, you know, the waiver wise has been working wonders. So I love you words, by the way. Man. Um, nah, the uh Waiver Wire working wonders. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, waiver wire working wonders. I think um me personally the reason I think I have been able to make my leg push and, and make the playoffs is really because of Isaac, because I got tired of like every week since the start of fantasy, like he would come in like ranting and raving about like the 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 blissfulness of what he picked up in the waivers. I'll just be like, bro, like he can't be the only one in the waivers. Like what am I doing, bro? And the second and I started going. Somebody go. <laughs> yeah. I'm on it. The second I start coming through the waivers, I just start racking up wins here and there, here and there, here and there. You know, hiccup here. Okay, let's see what he doing here. Let's see what he doing. Um, and yeah, man, uh, the waivers have like got the got boys in the playoffs, even so much so to the fact where it's like next year, like obviously your draft is important, but like I'm, I'm very important. I'm praying, I'm praying on those, I'm praying on those emotional people who like get players and let them go the first two to three weeks. Like I'm praying on those people next season. <laughs> I, I don't know who this figure is pointed at right now, but one of you niggas let go Devontae Smith. And I was right there to Darnell. Oh, that's you. That's you. <laughs> it was you. Yeah, well, sure. because there's a money league, that, I definitely that, that, let him go. Bro, bro, but the money, there's a money league, like, I definitely let him go. I, I wasn't worried about it. I was dead already. He's inc- <laughs> is he inconsistent? You just never know when it's gonna be his day. You just never know. That's man. why, bro. That's why I let him go. I was really hoping he would give up. I had like two, three weeks, and I was like, I'm done, bro. I'm already out the playoffs. <laughs> Like, well, I appreciate that, man. You know, it told me a little, a little lifeline. Cause though he is not a starter on my team, he, he is not good enough to crack the starting, <laughs> the starters yet. He is a viable backup, very viable uh, backup. Yeah, nah, man. The waivers, nah, the waivers have been la- waivers have been lovely, and I and I cracked the code. And I cracked the code on uh defense too. I cracked the code on defense for next year. So like, yes, Lord, I can't wait for next year. I can't wait for next year. Uh, and it's and it's and it's up if boys fuck around and let me win the championship. Um, all right. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. That's hey. I know you had a good run, but no, it's, no, it's, no, 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 don't, 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 don't count me out because here's something who, to consider. Here's something to consider. Plan B. Here's something to consider. <laughs> you tell me don't count you out. You out. 
<laughs> well, you should count me out, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, like, no, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, okay. It's, it's going to be a good well, I'm I'm a little nervous because Tua is starting to tour. He is starting to tour. <laughs> and they play the Bills. He is starting to tour. Oh, my God. He is starting to tour at the most unopportune time, Lord. <laughs> But he is forcing it to Tyreek, and that that makes me happy in my other league. Yeah, man. So, uh, so now nah, we'll see, man. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, NFL play, uh, NFL playoff, uh, pitcher, man. Funny thing, last year I thought that it was like my first year doing fantasy, and I really thought I had the entirety of like the whole season. I like make the playoffs. Uh, shows you how wet behind the ears I was, but nonetheless, uh, so. To start it off, the Eagles, NFC East, Sedacious, that's your territory. Eagles, they clinched a playoff berth. Um, and then after that, in the hunt, the Eagles are the number one seed for the NFC. And then at number two, you got the Vikings. Number three, you got the 49ers. And don't know how they're doing it, but they're still holding on. Considerably a weak division. The Bucks are at number four. Uh, in the NFC South. Then you got the Cowboys at the field spot with, with 10 and 3. Then you got the Commanders at 7, 5, and 1. Then you got the Giants at 7, 5, and 1 as well. Hey, the G-Men not up there? They, 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 they battling it out down there. <laughs> Yeah, nah, yeah, they seven five and one. That was that was a brutal loss. That was a horrendous loss that the Eagles put on them. Um, Speaking of horrendous loss, the Rockets just beat the freaking sleeves off the sorry, good for nothing front running fakers, fakers sons. And you know what pains me to say, and I know we pivoting, um, but somebody ain't that guy. Somebody ain't who bro, you thought they was. Bro, and and I'm going to just go ahead and say it, bro. And this is exactly what I thought. Bro, yes, Chris Paul will probably go down as a top five point guard of all time. But can we say that this guy has an innate problem when at the finish line of anywhere he's at in a season on just not sealing the deal, whether that being – whether you being up 3-0 on those on that Spurs team that you end up losing or that you end up barely beating in the first round and then you end up losing to the Rockets after you go up 3-0 on them and then you go up 2-0 on the Bucks in the finals and you proceed to lose four games. You we up on a on the Warriors in the conference finals in Houston, you go down because your hamstring is shattered and torn and battered and beaten and bruised and worn and and just all over the place, and you decide to go vegan after that. I'm letting out some frustration right now too over some old stuff. But <laughs> Chris Paul, he he at that age, man. Um, I think he's been in the league a, a extremely long time, and he's been very productive in the league. But this this time is has has came and gone, man. I think Phoenix knows that they 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 definitely overpaid for him, but they they were able to get a you know a couple good years out of him. They were able to make it to the finals, and I. They their window is gone, man. Their window is gone. Th their window is gone, and for Phoenix, I think 
everything you could have hoped for, you got. Y'all just didn't finish. And and, and and we don't even have to take that away from, we don't even have to put that on Chris Paul. Like he did his job in like helping guide, guide the troops there. Like, all right, D-Book, it's time for you to kill. Aiden, you supposed to be like, you want this contract franchise? Like it's time for y'all to like go, you know what I'm saying? 25 and 12, we need it every game. Every game, like not like maybe. literally every game, not every maybe. game. We need it every game. Uh, but no, nah, that's that's not popular opinion. I don't know how soon it will surface, uh, a surface at all across people's feeds. But um, Demarcus Cousins, he was just on the Out of Pocket podcast, real good podcast. He was just on the Out of Pocket podcast, and he was just like, "Hey, bro, I ain't trying to be rude. I ain't trying to be mean. I ain't trying to like." talk down on nobody but i'm just trying to like be real because i love basketball and like i like i don't understand these conversations he said it out of his mouth why is chris paul a top five point guard i'll wait he said that himself <laughs> he was just like i don't get like he don't have no mvps he don't have no championships and we just was to like put him over all these premier point guards who do have championships who do have accolades who do have mvps like are we talking about right now or are we talking about oh, all time? All time. He was talking about all time. Well, if we're going to make that argument, I'm just going off what, you know, DeMarcus Cousins said. Like, John Stockton don't have any championships, and John Stockton damn sure ain't got no MVP. But John but Stockton is, wouldn't be top five either. What? Point guard? John Stockton ain't no top five point guard all time. So who are you going to put them over? Yeah, you got a lot of point guards, brother. A lot of them. You know, I'm a, I'm like, a, positional go, point guard, but not like not I'm talking about pro, typical floor general, pass first point guard. Get Not, See, a, not a basketball that, player masquerading as a point, but you really a two or you really a three or a four. Right, because, all right, because, so that's where it gets, like, milky and muddy, because in that same conversation, it was just like, oh, well, like, what about AI? And it's just like, nah, AI want no real one. AI, AI two, two. You, you, know, two, you know what I'm saying? AI it's like a true two. Two, right, true exactly. Two. So it's like masquerading as like a one, but it's Mas- like, yo. Now they put him at the point. But yeah, but it's like, yo, that's Eric. That's Eric no Snow. Eric Snow's job. You yeah, know Eric, what I'm saying? So you. it's just like, if you're going, now, if you want to categorize point guards, okay, who's the best all-time scoring point guard, right? Then, then there's a category for that. Who's your best top five floor general point guards? Then there's your category for that. But if you like, oh, but if you, but if you strip everything, top five, just, period. Top five. That's period. what I'm saying. Magic you don't make top five. Period. A lot of a lot of no. people, a lot of people are going to have Chris Paul. Is my first. They top five, bro. Like no, he's not floor general point guard. Magic Isaiah is in my top two, and I'm sure. I- you go yeah. Magic and Isaiah. And, then, and Steph is automatic. He's like grandfather yeah. in the top five. <laughs> For sure. Nah, most definitely. Steph, Steph is grandfather than anybody's top five who like n- not even loves basketball. Just know right. basketball. He just got to sit at five. He, he don't even have to be to one. He got to <laughs> sit at five at least. Yeah, he's just grandfathered in there. That's like around. Five at least. Yeah, five yeah, at minimum. Like, yeah, five at the least. So that's. At the uh, worst. Yeah, at, at the, the worst. At so, the worst. But no, but 
I like your point about John Stockton because if John Stockton is here, my man, <laughs> Chris Paul. Bro, he leads the league in assists by a long shot. I don't really think that record is really going to be touched, to be honest, unless Brian decided to pull a Brady and play to 45. He may have a shot at it then. But honestly, that how far his assists are compared to the closest next person is like, like actually fifty assists. It's like yeah. unreal. It's not fifty assists. It's way more than fifty. But it, it it's just unreal, like the gap that he has between the next closest person. But um, man, uh, Demarcus Cousins making a Patrick Beverly point, like he's a cone, but. I'm not going to disrespect Chris Paul because young Chris Paul will give you 45 and, and, and 13 comfortably. Like, I, I'm not going to. Well, I mean, there was a time in his career where he was Hornets supposed to Chris go. Paul to the he's talking about Floyd General all the time. He like, you got to think Chris Paul is, was different. There was a time Bro. in his career he was supposed to go win a couple of championships with Kobe Bryant, Paul Gasol. The, the league said no. Y'all not gonna terrorize the league like that. David so, Stern, more specifically, rest his soul, said no, and I wish he hadn't, because Kobe Bryant would live. And you know why they did that? David Stern, and this is my own. This is me being a conspiracy guy. I'm big on conspiracy, so I think deep down, not even deep down, immediately David Stern knew. Oh my God, yeah, this is gonna be a threat to whose legacy? Michael Jordan's legacy. We are shutting that down. You think you're gonna go over here and, and, and get the prototypical point guard that you've always needed in your career to elevate you and be man, you crazy. You gotta think about it. Chris Paul, and the reason I'm gonna put Chris Paul top five point guard, you gotta think about it, bro. As as much as we love Steph and Steph is the greatest shooter ever, bro. Steph Curry ain't never made an all-defensive team not one year in his career ever. Well, Chris Paul would strap up on defense, bro. You wasn't bullying Chris Paul. Not back in the group. Not no young Chris Paul, bro. He's made all-defensive team multiple times in his career. Multiple times still leader. Like, this is, this is, these are just the facts. Like, he was a well-rounded six-foot point guard. Like, that's, I mean, like, let's, let's call a spade a spade. So, like, for my money, off that alone, I would I would put him top five, but he's had some of the more epic meltdowns in NBA history in regards to winning and being in a position to win, whether that be with the Clippers, the Rockets, and just recently Phoenix. At all his stops, seemingly, he's with the bed. I feel this. like he's doing that with being one of the top five quarterbacks. I think he's doing that right now, being one of the top point guards with his career. Right now, he's wetting the bed on his legacy by just continuing mm. to play and just continue to lose. I like he, I mean, he never I won nothing. That's what I mean. If he no, won he something, like, he's different. But he's he never won like nothing. Talking about Tony Romo, but when, but when, well, I'll say this: um, Chris Paul is way more individually accomplished than Tony Romo is in his career. So let's get that out of the way. And he played longer. Or longer. Wait, what's way more accomplished? Oh, boy. Like, way I'm more sorry. individual accolades than Tony Romo has as a quarterback. Go, we got to research there's, that. There's nothing to research, bro. Tony yeah, Romo doesn't have it's, a it's, MVP. And then football, football is a physical sport. Basketball ain't. So, Again, you can last a little so you bit brew, 
mean, you, you brought up Tony Romo, not me. But that's no, no, I mean, you, you said he played longer, but that, that's because basketball is not a physical sport. Again, I didn't bring up Tony Romo, so you telling me all this stuff. All right, so check this out. So uh, Chris Paul, well, we'll start with Stockton, just going back, diverging to Stockton. Stockton, all-time leader, 15,806 assists. Chris Paul is 4,706 assists behind him. Why did I say all the numbers to make it confusing? I don't know. Forgive me. But John Stockton is at 15... 15,806 assists, and Chris Paul sits right at 11,100 assists. I don't think at number Chris two Paul, or number three. At number three, J- Jason Kidd at 12,000 assists at number two all number time. Two. Okay, yeah, and Jay Kidd is damn. I forgot about Jay Kidd. Bro, I said that. that. I was just like, bro, like y'all talking about like floor general. Like I hear people talk about Jay Kidd I for, I dominating the Jay game Kidd, and not even scoring. That's true, and he was a, a very good rebounding guard as well. Like, you're dominating this game, and you're not scoring, J-Kid? <laughs> like, I forget about J-Kid, and J-Kid got a championship. And he Dallas. went to go get one with Dirt, you know what I'm saying? Like and he beat Brian. <laughs> like, they, talk- they beat Brian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, well, J-Kid. However you want to splice it, man. It's yeah, a win bro, is a like- win. Jay Kidd is up there at uh 1010 percent. Um well there you go, that's the five right there. Magic, Isaiah. Curry. That's just you can just back Damn, and you know what? I don't know if I don't know. I don't know if Chris Paul getting that five. That's what I'm saying, bro. Because like think about it, right? He top ten for sure. How do you want to like? Cause yeah. like, how, how are you going to categorize? How are you going to categorize Kyrie? Is we gonna say I put him over there with the twos and that AI and that AI bracket or that Gilbert Arenas bracket, or like do we keep? Him I do. Like, I do consider Gilbert Arenas. Just, Gilbert Arenas I just consider, oh no, he was a two. Let I just I do consider Kyrie like a combo guard, bro. Like oh. he's definitely one and two. Um, it just depended on the lineup that day, um, on what he was going to be running at. But he's probably noted down as an actual point guard. That's his that's his position. But he's definitely not a pass first point guard. He is about a bucket, which I'm completely we okay. With. <laughs> we got, cause not, cause if I'm you can make up for the assists and get other people open with 10. a forty ball, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's it, no debate at all about Chris Paul being top ten. Yeah, that's um, not he, that's, he's that's definitely better that's at his debate. job. That's he's definitely debate. better at his job than Tony Romo was at his football job. Maybe not his announcing career, but his football job for sure. All right, so top ten. I, I still think that's debatable. I, I still think he squeezes maybe maybe ten. I don't think there's ten other point guards in NBA history that's better than Chris Paul. That's just my opinion, right. bro. Being a floor general, being a scorer, like I said, having a holistic all-around game, especially defensively as well. When you look up Chris Paul accolades, bro, the man is accomplished. Um, multiple-time All-Star, right? Multiple first-team um, All-NBAs. Um, you know, I, he made the he made the seventy-five the anniversary team. Um, and then, like you said, he's like the third all-time in assists. So I'm gonna be uh, is Dame a point guard? Yeah, Dame, Dame is a point guard. A point guard. Yeah. 
He's a true point. He's a true point. He he he's a scoring. He's a score first point guard. He's definitely not looking up the passing. Now, as of recently, he's become a better passer, and especially this year, I think this might be one of his highest assist averaging years ever. And, and that's come with I want to say a holistic with a better team around him. Having people to pass the ball so, to. So is Chris Paul better than Gary Payton? Uh, would I take CP over yeah. GP? Would I take CP over? I take I take CP. I take CP over. I take CP over Gary. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would. He has offensive. We talking Miami Gary, Gary Payton. Payton or we talking about Seattle. We no, talking about Gary GP Payton. in his prime. Yeah, we yeah, talking about Gary Chris Payton. Paul in his prime, Gary Payton in his prime. Oh shit. That's tough. Offensive, I mean, not I don't think too much of him bringing to the offense. So, like, bro, Chris Paul and his prime getting buckets over really anybody, bro. And I seen that up close, bro. My dad took me to a, a, a Hornets game, bro, and I got to see it up close. I didn't even think the nigga had 20 and 10 just watching the game. Even the as flow is I'm just... like, ain't no way. I'm just, I'm thinking about it. And then I seen the stats at the end of the game. I'm like, bro. This nigga end up with like twenty four and twelve. I didn't even see it. Like it was just so natural. <laughs> it's in the flow. It's uh it's in the flow. And and just out of respect, just out of respect. I know people try to you know look at him different to say he's not a winner, but just out of respect, it's not a conversation. It's not a true conversation if like Russ isn't even like mentioned. Honestly, it's a lot of people I forget. So yeah, uh, bro, you definitely bro, point guard is probably the most diverse position in regards to categories on a basketball court because you have mm. so many different type of point guards, right? You got your pass first, floor general, get the teammates Austin in position Dillon? and in the right right spot. No, love Chauncey, but no, Russell um, reserve. I gave him a reserve out of, out on the team. So I, I, I got to put Westbrook top I'll 10, bro. Top, okay, so look. Ah. Top five. Was Penny Hardaway a point guard or a two? Definitely a two. Did he play the one? Yes. But he's the true Combo, two. that's where it get. Combo <laughs> guard. That's where it get iffy at. That's where it get iffy at, bro, because it's like these guys who are combo guards. Because here's this. Like, and this may not James be. James Harden a point guard. No. Right and here and here's this we may we may not try to put it in like that five that top five elk but like Steve Nash like was Steve Nash not one of the most premier floor generals like we've ever seen? I'm so pissed off that they let this man win two MVPs, bro. Yes, but yeah, true, true indeed. While Kobe was literally had the league in a headlock. <laughs> He really, he literally stole the MVP from Kobe that year. Yeah, man. Uh, Sedacious just went off. I hope his phone didn't die because I want to read off these accolades between Chris Paul and Tony Romo. Uh, we will wait on that. We will wait on that. <laughs> <laughs> because this dude thinks Tony Romo is the best shit since iced cubes and sliced bread. You know the type of time he been. This is my quarterback. My quarterback. The end. All right, now, Sedacious is supposed to come back on, so we're going to act like we didn't even do this. <laughs> we're going to act like we didn't do this, okay? <laughs> so we're just going to act normal, going to act normal. <laughs> act natural, it's over. Yeah. <laughs>
We waiting on you, Dacious. Whenever you're ready, nigga. I'm ready. Okay, all right. So yeah, we was about to Are do you it. though? We was about to do the uh the um the accolades before oh, you yeah. had logged off. All right, so we'll do Chris Paul's first. Chris Paul, 12-time All-Star, six-time steel champ, uh all rookie, his uh rookie year, nine-time all-defensive team, NBA 75th anniversary team. Five-time all, not all-star. Five-time assist champ, eleven-time All NBA, two thousand five Rookie of the Year, mm. and 2012-2013 All-Star MVP. Those are all of Chris Paul's accolades. Mm. Now Tony Romo's. It's pretty polished and accomplished to me. Tony Romo accomplishments. Here we go. Four-time Pro Bowl. That's it. Okay, I'm sorry. What are we doing again? No, I know y'all was talking about the uh the y'all was talking about the accomplishments Man, you know compared to doing, Chris bro. Paul and Tony Romo. Accomplishments up against Tony Romo's accomplishments in his field. Like right. I said, right, definitive fact is proven. It's not it's not cute. Let's not do that. Those are facts. Those are raw numbers that tell a story of the truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is, Chris Paul, way better at his job mm-hmm. than Tony Romo was at his. And I don't think that's a slight to Tony Romo. Like I said, at a time, you know, it was a few years in the league where Tony Romo was considered, you know, potentially maybe a top five quarterback. But no one ever saw Tony Romo as the best quarterback in the league. No year he was in the league. Ever. He's a good player, though. But let me ask you this. What behooves you to... Oh, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. No, no, what what is it? What you have to say? Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to... I was was comparing Tony Romo's... (laughs) I was comparing Tony Romo's accomplishments to Dak Prescott's. Um... Please do. Uh, Let's hear this. So, Tony Romo, obviously, four-time Pro Bowler. Dak Prescott, two-time Pro Bowler, and the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Hmm. Oh, and also, he's the 2022 Nickelodeon uh, Valuable Player. Yeah, we're not going to call him Nickelodeon. I just wanted to do that just for giggles. But, uh... I don't uh continue your rant sedations, but at the end of it, I want to know from you if you think uh obviously TBD with however Dak Prescott's career continues to uh progress as a cowboy, but if you think Tony Romo or Dak is better in your and whatever your rebuttal was about to be. Um, I actually don't have one. I actually uh I actually passed the witness. I'm good. <clears throat> So you don't have anything to say about the Chris Paul and Tony Romo thing. But would you agree no, that Chris that, Paul is uh, better at his job than Tony that, Romo that, was that, at that, his? That, that, that's something I wasn't as serious about as clearly you guys are. So, no, I don't care. We just want to make a point. We just want to make right. a point, bro. Clearly y'all did. Y'all made your point. 
Are we good? I now? just, I just don't be. No, no, no. I just be I saying like. I mean, are we still gonna hype on it or what's up? No, no, no. We're not talking about it no more. But what I am talking about is just this cloak of invisible or invincibility that you like to place on Tony Romo. But I think it's a defense mechanism because as a Cowboys fan, you probably find yourself in conversation having to defend him a lot without much merit or much really ground to stand on to do it. Not true. But I, Not true. I don't be- talk about Tony Romo at all, but with you guys. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, if you've ever had a random conversation or, you know, you be talking to friends, family, or coworkers alike and, you know, I'm pretty sure that conversation has come up, maybe not every year or whatever the case, but it's come up a time in your life to where you've had to stand on that on that stand and defend Tony. But all I'm saying is, brother, to the Cowboys, he he's a he's a hero, um, which is fine. But to the rest of the world, you know, um So my good. question is so this is something I just said. I was just like, hey, we just sound like we talking about Tony Romo. It was actually a dig on me, and now we're here still in the episode talking about Chris Paul and Tony Romo. I'm trying to figure out why. Okay, so your feelings is hurt. Okay. We can move on. <laughs> and and it did, then that happened, and then that happened, and now all of a sudden I'm in my feelings because I just asked why. Well, you did make the insertion that you would like to hear Chris Paul's accolades up to Tony Romo's. You did do that. And right before we was getting to that, you uh, lost connection. So that was prolonged as we waited for you to get on for us to do that. And once you got on, then we did that. And then, and here we are. Okay. So, so after this, I'll stand corrected once we do this episode and we watch it back. And I say out of my mouth, that I requested to hear Chris Paul's accolades up against Tony Romo's accolades. You definitely. Okay. Yeah. I would. I don't. Me personally, I don't think that that's something that I would want. <laughs> but if that's the case, I will stand corrected once we get into that episode, and we'll see. You, you definitely call for this shit. And is you it. know what? Now, now. we got more content. <laughs> now the people watching is gonna be like, "Ooh, this is gonna be good." <laughs> <laughs> no man. Um. All right. So I'll say this. Uh, I'll say this real quick. Uh, we'll do this real quick and sign out. Uh, kind of definitely steer and uh um, to a whole nother stratosphere. Uh, so playoff on NFL real quick. Eagles they clinch their end, leading. Uh, leading the NFC North. You got the Vikings. The NFC West. Forty Nine ers. NFC South is your Buccaneers. So teams are st- still in the hunt or projected to possibly make it in. You got your Cowboys at 10 and 3, the Commanders at 7 7 5 and 1, Giants at 7 5 and 1. Out of the wow, NFC- Washington is 7 5 and 1. Huh. Right, who would have thought it, right? They battled it out down there. Yeah. Um so on the bubble on the bubble you got Seattle you got the Lions, you got the Packers, you got the Panthers, you got the Falcons. I'm not going to say it. I feel like the – oh, no, no, okay. You got the – we're not supposed to count the Cardinals, nor the Saints, nor the Rams. All right. Packers. Who do y'all see possibly sneaking in that's on the bubble? Out, uh, Seahawks, Lions, Packers. Seahawks, Lions, Packers. I don't know. Packers. Think. 
Packers is the only, the only balanced. I'm sorry, the best balanced team. Behind them would be Seattle, you. but I don't think Seattle got enough. I, I think Seattle has more than than Green Bay because, in my opinion, Green Bay ain't got too much of shit. That defense has been shot. Um, they've lost uh Devondre Campbell, uh premier linebacker. I think third, fourth year player. Um, they've been riddled with injuries in the secondary, um, and that defense has definitely underperformed since the start of the year, due to the fact of, um, and people, I mean, I don't know how close people follow the game, but just a little teachable moment here. When your offense struggles, it makes your defense, it makes your defense worse. And what I mean by that is, even if you have a great defense, but yet your offense can't put together drives and they can't sustain drives and put points on the board. It puts your defense at a not so advantageous position to where they're gassed because number one, y'all can't put a drive together on offense. And then number two, we can't sustain and put points on the board to where we're playing from either a league or we're always playing from behind. So we always have to play coverage. We can't send a blitz. We can't, get after the quarterback how you can when you're playing from a league, which the Packers have not been privy and privileged enough to do this year. So um, it makes your defense work that much harder and they get that much more gas throughout a game. And I think that's more so kind of been the story of their season. Um, but I, I definitely think the Seahawks are in a better position to potentially make the playoffs than the Packers. The Packers don't have anything on offense besides an agent, Aaron Rodgers, who's kind of showed his age a little bit this year. And then you have emerging, uh, outs- and then you have outstanding running backs in uh, Aaron Jones and an up and coming running back in AJ Dillon, who I who I like. But and Watson too, he's emerging. He's and, and, and shout out to Christian Watson, he is emerging. He's had a couple of good games in the NFL, but waiver waiver wires waiver wires. <laughs> but um, I, I wouldn't say he's made an impression enough to where. He can be the vocal point of an offense at this point of what they of what they need on offense. Uh, I just don't see the Packers make it anymore. Um, we didn't talk. This uh, this is newsworthy. Kyler Murray out for the season. Uh, Pan, the uh, Cardinals they was already four and nine. Oh, yeah, I man. know he wanted to play Call of Duty. Okay. My baby, yeah, I know he wanted to play Call of Duty. Shout out to baby for the for the Cardinal uh AirPods. Because I told you it was the Texans 2.0 at the time. At the time. We had a lot of <laughs> we had a lot of Texans players going out. I'm like, you know what? You know, D how going over there, you know. JJ didn't move. Yeah. See, I was like, a whole you know, by the way. Oh, him going to the Cardinal. I mean no, 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 just no, just the fact that Kyler Murray played that game. I felt like it was a long stretch for them to try to make the playoffs, if they could make the playoffs. And I felt like that hamstring. So you think he should have been shut go, down? I feel like he just I feel like Colt McCoy wasn't a bad idea. You know, it wouldn't have been the worst thing on the face of the planet. He sure he can play he, he's played in the game early this year, didn't really suck suck butt. I mean, he was decent. I mean, decent quarterback, you know, keep your 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 hundred million dollar man healthy. For the future, you know, showing you care about his health. I just like it was very, very, um, uh, just a bad decision by the Cardinals, in my opinion, man. And even when he got injured, you kind of could see in his face, like, I shouldn't have been out here. 
just wasn't worth it. This this game, this one game, we would have to win four straight games with an offense that's good, but is not quite great. And hope for other teams to be losing. So you wasn't even and, fully controlling your own destiny. And on top of that, it wasn't worth like, it. About to fire Cliff Kingsbury anyway, and then Kyle ain't gonna be able to step foot and sink and knee heel and nip and tug with the new coach that'll be hired in the offseason and stuff. So yeah, Cardinals thinking bigger picture. Do you shut them down? I probably shut him down after the hamstring and make sure he's completely healthy to where he don't even, you know, like cause like like you said, Darnell, like why are we forcing? What's the point? What really do we have to fight for? A bottom seed, wild card position, and us to hopefully make some no. You know what I mean? It, it's just too many hail marys, no pun intended, that that have to to go in order for that dream to kind of get off the ground. And I think the ship is sailed on them, man. It's a young team too, still technically. It's still technically it a, a young team. team. It ain't like it I was, don't. Oh, this is the I last think, hope. This is you know three, four year, three year quarterback. I think what they lacked is leadership from the top down, and that being from a a coach who couldn't even produce a winning record with, you guessed it, Patrick Mahomes, even in college. So it's like, I just, come on. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah, man. Enough um, is enough. Yeah. Uh, crossing over to the AFC. AFC. Uh, so, mm. Nobody is statistically whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, nobody has to statistically quote unquote clinched uh, yet in the AFC. But top uh top seeds, AFC East, you got the Bills, AFC West, you got the Chiefs, AFC North, you got the Ravens, AFC South, you got the Titans. Uh those uh teams uh in the uh in the wild card, you got your Bengals at nine and four, Dolphins at eight and five, and the Patriots at seven and six, which could potentially be their first uh their first playoff appearance since the end of the era for Tom Brady. Uh no Bill Belichick will love that. But on the bubble, seven and six, you got your Chargers. Uh also seven and six, you got the Jets. Five and eight, you got the Jaguars. Five and eight, you got your Raiders. At five and eight, also you got the Browns. Five and eight, you got the Steelers. And four, eight, and one, you got the Colts. Moment of silence, real quick for all for the three teams that had that have been eliminated out of a uh, playoff contention. Okay, and that, those teams that are eliminated are, are unfortunately Houston Texans, the Chicago Bears, and the Denver Broncos. Um, and uh, Texans are in the running for number one draft pick. Uh, I hope they do something smart with it. I really hope they do something <laughs> smart with that pick and not draft some defense. And not draft Mario with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um. Wow. I think it's a foregone conclusion the Bills gonna make the playoffs. The Chiefs are gonna make the playoffs. What's but looking up? back at that, Mario Williams was the best choice out of the top three people that went top three. That because I think it was Reggie Bush, then Mario. Well, Mario Williams, Reggie Bush, and then Vince Young. And Mario Williams actually did have the longer, the longer career out of career. out of all those guys, and the more successful. He made multiple time Pro Bowler. And, uh, you know, yeah, His pro uh, bowls matter apparently. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, the, bills, <laughs> the bills gonna make the playoffs, the Chiefs gonna make the playoffs. 
again, you got the Ravens without a Lamar and Huntley also went out with the concussion, I believe that was this past Sunday. Um, they're right at nine and four. The Titans are leading the AFC South at seven and six, right behind them. That's gonna be good because you got also got the Jaguars who are at seven and six. I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. The the Titans are at seven and six, but the Jaguars are at five and eight. So that could shake out a different type of way uh these last three or four games of the season. Um Jets seven and six. Who do you, do y'all see anybody outside b- between the Chargers, Jets, Jags, Raiders, Browns, and I guess the Steelers? Do y'all see any of these teams possibly sneaking into the wild card? And Chargers, t- Chargers, Chargers at seven and six. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think it's cool only thing I start. say about the Chargers. They have a <laughs> lot of names on defense, and they also dealing with a lot of injuries. I don't think they can stop anybody. They can put up points, but they can't get a critical stop when needed. Um, They've proven that time and time again. Uh, That defense will will give up points. And I I believe that alone, you you need that in the playoffs, especially trying to fight for a wild card spot. You're going to be on the road every game. That's the one thing or one of the things that travel – you know, come playoff time, defense. running game and a defense, right? You can take it anywhere. But you ain't got that defense, can't really run the ball like that. You, you're not giving the ball to Austin Eckler 20 to 25 times, at least not handing it off. He, he may get those 20 to 25 touches via the passing game as well, but Chargers too one-dimensional on offense and can't stop nobody on defense. Yeah, the offense can be – can be hit or miss sometimes, and it can be a little appealing. It can look sexy one week, and then the other week you're looking like, man, what, what y'all doing? Mm-hmm. But inconsistent at best. Who do y'all think will get their first round by and uh, win out on top of the AFC out of the Chiefs and the Bills, who both sit at 10 and 3? Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes is Josh Allen's dad, his stepdad, for lack of a better word, because he own them every time they play in the playoffs. I ain't told you one lie. <laughs> the boy Pat turn into something different when them playoffs come. Yeah, you know that. Lot. I know that. We seen it, especially. Yeah, they, Josh they, Allen know that. <laughs> Josh Allen seen it firsthand. So he seen it firsthand too uh, many times. Bills real quick remaining schedule. I think it might be psychological at this point as well because you can't tell me the Bills ain't thinking about that, bro. These folks done sent you home twice. You know, it's they do it. All roads to the Super Bowl. All roads to the Super Bowl go through the the Arrowhead. It goes through the Arrowhead, bro. It goes through there. There's nowhere around it. You can't. You gotta. You gotta knock off the, the the bully on the block, bro. You just have to. And the Chiefs is that. Excuse my language. I know we live in a sensitive-ass society. The Chiefs are that fat kid on the block on top of the anthill with a magnifying glass. <laughs> hoping the sun burn all the hood. Come on, man. They, they bullying dudes, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we ought man. to have a graphic for that. But, you know. I'm going to have to try to cue that mug up. <laughs> That's what's happening, uh, bro. The Chiefs, Chiefs. Uh, so the Bills' remaining schedule: both teams, Bills and the Chiefs, sit at ten and three. 
the Bills' remaining schedule, the Dolphins, the Browns, I lie, excuse me, the Dolphins, the Bears, the Bengals, and the Patriots. Uh, I, go, I think they go three and one. Three and one. You they, you think they give one up to the Bengals? Not with yeah. Matt Patricia calling plays. He's been horrid. I've seen Matt Jones wave him off multiple times. <laughs> no, we don't want you. <laughs> Shut up. We tried this shit already. It ain't working. Uh, no. The uh, Chiefs' remaining schedule, which I think we can agree is a lot more easier than the Bills. They got the Texans. Uh, then they have the Seahawks. Then they have Denver. And then they have the Raiders. So uh, they have a favorite divisional opponents could be. Could, know, yeah, it could be worth the challenge though. Divisional opponents yeah, for sure. That's yeah. fair. That's respectable. Uh, yeah, they always, you know, beat each other up in in divisional play. But the type of dominance they just asserted over the Broncos and the Broncos being eliminated from playoff contention. I'm not even sure if Russell even finished the season out. Man, they. I don't. I don't even know. How they go into the offseason, they have to do something different. Um, because Russell Wilson didn't look like Russell Wilson at all this year. And yeah. this is the first year he's ever looked like that. He didn't even look like that his rookie year in Seattle. Yeah. And that, and I the don't Carol even system. know I don't I don't even know this is what you say, D? You said Carol system. system. But is it though two successful quarterbacks? And his system. No, 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 no. So Gino, far, we're not gonna call Gino. I mean, Gino, hey, Gino, look at all. What you call it right I'm now? I'm saying though, bro. Hey, like, like they, Russell they Wilson positions. Russell Wilson That's all got. I'm saying. A, I'm saying he got like a championship. Like yes, like with Pete Carroll. Just it seemed like a reverse Marshall worst Lee, situation you know, than Legion the uh, Tom Brady though. and Belichick. A okay. worse situation, just That's in fine. reverse. <laughs> The Broncos ain't shit. Like, like that. We saw what Drew Locke did when he was like, bro, Jerry Judy obviously wasn't the answer. All of a sudden, when the answer is like, bro, because first off, we being completely honest, bro. Jerry Judy ain't all that, bro. He's going to drop passes when you need him the most. And, bro, Cortland Sutton isn't the most explosive receiver coming off uh, a couple of serious injuries, um, you know, early on in his career. I don't know exactly what we expect Russell Russell Wilson to do with that because at the time that defense was revered. No Von Miller, no Bradley Chubb anymore. Your secondary is questionable aside from PS2. Shout out to Travis Sertain in second. But outside of that, you don't really have much. Like, we looking at them to be – in defense, they have been stout this year. I will say that. Defense has overperformed as a whole this year. And all I think – they were looking for was, man, if Russell could be that spark we need on offense to at least score us a touchdown or two more, we'll win 60% more, you know what I mean? 60% more of our games from last year, but that didn't happen, man. And I think it has everything to do with the offensive play calling, the offensive line, and the, and the skill position, bro, because I don't think they address needs. I think they have a real need at receiver. And on the whole line, like you can see it. Well, I know we like to put the blame on Russell Wilson because he's the he's the lame or the simp. I got a lot of respect for Russell Wilson still getting on Twitter and giving God all glory and honor, even after a win or a loss. People may hate that, you know. We live in a world that you know they're gonna hate you for any and everything, but to be hated for that 
you know, it's to be uh it's to be rejoiced over uh with the angels in heaven because if uh if they hate you due to, to our faith then you know hey that's something you just gonna have to deal with. So I, I don't knock him for that but he need help. You know Broncos don't wanna hear that but yeah he need help man. And Jerry Judy ain't the help. He not I didn't see it too much. He, and he got dropped in our league too. I started to pick him up. I ain't gonna lie, I think I might have picked it. Did I pick him up? Did I picked Jerry Judy up today. I think I did. I might drop him. Nah, he should play him this week, bro. I think he's gonna have a good game. <laughs> <laughs> they nigga won't ever sniff the, sniff the starting line. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, beautiful people, man. We're gonna get out of here, man. Love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. If y'all been listening um, this uh, this far, we got yeah, we got one more episode. We got one more episode before the uh, end of the year wrap. Um, but yeah, man. As always, we do not take y'all beautiful people for listening. Um, make sure you follow at Shine Heart Izzo at I Am Sedacious at Black Dot Peace. Make sure you follow me also at Emac Stats, man. Um, we're gonna give y'all a great show next week and finish out the year strong. Uh, can't say it enough. Uh, sorry if I sound like a broken record, man. We don't take y'all listening for granted. This is what you call a great episode, beautiful people. We will see you next week.